The following is a presentation of Tomorrow's World. A book I read once impressed me with a point that I could not avoid. It said that God was either real like sand or fantasy like Santa Claus. But he must be one or the other. Do you believe in God? If so, have you ever actually proven beyond doubt that God exists? You need to know. Today on Tomorrow's World, we're going to ask and answer one of the most important questions you will ever ask in your life. Why believe in God? Stay tuned. Greetings, friends, and welcome to Tomorrow's World. My name is Wallace Smith, and I'm glad you're here. Today, we'll address the question, why believe in God? We'll also be making available a free booklet titled, The Real God, Proofs and Promises by Dr. Douglas Winnale. This is one you'll absolutely want to request, so please be prepared to write down the contact information that you see on your screen during today's program. And as always, it's available along with all of our resources on our website at tomorrowsworld.org. You know, we're living in a world that has seen the rise of a very militant, even angry form of atheism, the belief that there's no God. Many seem to believe that science has somehow done away with God, or at least the need for God. And yet we read in Romans chapter 1, beginning in verse 18, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse." Though atheists claim that the study of the universe has done away with the need of God, the Apostle Paul claimed the opposite. He claimed that creation reveals God's power and existence. Are the atheists and skeptics right? Is there any reason to believe in God? And can you prove that God exists? In the world we live in today, it is absolutely vital that you prove the existence of God for yourself. So if we want to demonstrate the existence of God, where do we start? Well, let's start at the beginning, the real beginning. We almost take it for granted today, but there was a time not too long ago when atheistic scientists assumed that the universe had simply existed forever with no beginning and no end in sight. Well, after all, if the universe had had a beginning, the real question would then become, where did it come from? But with the discovery of Albert Einstein's theory of relativity, that assumption was thrown into chaos. After a Belgian priest, who was also a physicist and an astronomer, suggested that the universe was expanding and that it began in what he suggested was a primeval atom, evidence was soon discovered to prove that he was right and the Big Bang Theory was born. As shocking as it was for atheist scientists and philosophers to admit, the vast universe had... A beginning. 
Many scientists refused to accept the conclusion for some time, including Einstein himself. For many who preferred that God stay out of their science, the divine implications of a universe with a definite beginning made them uncomfortable. The evidence, however, could not be denied. And now the Big Bang Theory is considered rather settled. As world-famous and highly regarded physicists Stephen Hawking and Roger Penrose explain, everyone now believes that the universe and time itself had a beginning at the Big Bang. And as Alexander Vilenkin proclaimed in his 2006 book, Many Worlds in One, about his additional work on cosmic origins, with the proof now in place, cosmologists can no longer hide behind the possibility of a past eternal universe. There is no escape. They have to face the problem of a cosmic beginning. There was a moment when the universe had to come into existence from seemingly nothing. Beginning life, as it were, as an unimaginably small microscopic speck and expanding outward to its current vast size over billions of years. Except this wasn't just a universe of matter exploding into empty space. Even space and time themselves, everything, came into existence at that moment. All of this physical existence has been demonstrated to have had a beginning before which there was nothing of this universe at all. No space, no matter, no time, literally nothing. However, that leaves us in a bit of a quandary, doesn't it? Call it the Julie Andrews principle. In the Oscar award-winning musical, The Sound of Music, Miss Andrews' character sings the words, Nothing comes from nothing. Nothing ever could. It's a lot of wisdom there. Nothing comes from nothing. The only thing nothing ever produces is more nothing. If the universe, space, matter, and time had a beginning to its existence, and current scientific theories say that it did just that, there had to be a great cause that preceded space, matter, and time, a cause from which this universe sprang into being. That is, creation demands a creator. An eternal creator, powerful enough to bring all things into existence. We read of such a creator in the very first chapter of the Bible. In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. As the Apostle Paul says elsewhere to the Greek philosophers of his day, it is in him that we live and move and have our being. Remember the Julie Andrews principle. Nothing comes from nothing. Nothing ever could. The creation demands a creator. But we can go further. What makes science and the study of this vast universe even possible? It's the fact that this is an orderly and lawful universe. Calling the beginning of the universe the Big Bang gives the wrong impression that it was like an explosion of randomness and chaos, but nothing could be further from the truth. Our universe is not haphazard or unpredictable. Rather, it obeys a fundamental set of laws. The way in which the universe expands, the manner in which energy, matter, and the fundamental forces interact is strictly governed by precise mathematical laws. The Einstein field equations, the Schrodinger wave equation, the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. Many fundamental laws reign over our reality. 
keeping it ordered and functional. When I took quantum mechanics and relativity in college, my professor told us we should always stand up and applaud whenever we saw the Schrodinger wave equation because it was an incredible achievement of mankind to be able to discover such a powerful law governing our reality. There's no fundamental reason in science that the universe should be so organized and orderly with such elegant mathematical laws. As Albert Einstein once remarked, the most incomprehensible thing about the universe is that it is comprehensible. Just where do these laws come from? Laws demand a lawgiver. The Bible describes God as the divine lawgiver. James chapter 4 and verse 12 says, There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. And Isaiah chapter 33 and verse 22 declares that the Lord is our lawgiver. And in Jeremiah 33 and verse 25, God declares that he has ordained the ordinances of heaven and earth. We're told by the Apostle Paul that God is not the author of confusion. And while science cannot explain why the universe is so remarkably orderly and obedient to a system of fundamental laws, those who believe in God can. Laws demand a lawgiver. And we can believe that he exists by the evidence of the orderly creation around us. Now, before we go further, I'd like to give you an opportunity to request this week's free booklet, The Real God, Proofs and Promises. In the time we have today, we're only able to go through a fraction of what this amazing booklet will teach you about the real God of your Bible. In the booklet, Dr. Douglas Winnell answers such questions as, how can we know that God exists? Why is God so unreal to most people today? How are many Christians today sabotaging their own faith? And how is Bible prophecy being fulfilled by today's anti-God attitudes? If you've never proven the existence of God to yourself before, or if you have, but want to make your faith stronger, then please order our free booklet, The Real God, Proofs and Promises, today. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Welcome back. Today we're putting belief in God to the test and comparing it to what we know of the world around us to see if there's good reason to believe in the God of the Bible. Many Christians have never done this for themselves, and they should. God wants us to put him to the test to know beyond personal doubt that he is real and alive and can be active in your life and mine today. Now, as we continue to ask why believe in God, I wish to present to you the humble but marvelous Lego brick. 
Now, some of you out there may be familiar with the Lego building system from your children or even from your own childhood experiences. For myself, Lego bricks were some of my most prized possessions growing up. And now that I have a family with four boys, I get to play with Lego bricks again. Well, you know, for the, for the children. Uh, and I admit that as I have grown older, I have come more and more to appreciate the incredibly high standard of design and engineering that goes into making a Lego brick. Every detail, the, the ratios of the length to the height uh, and the width, uh, the spacing between the tiny little knobs on the top, the radius of each of the knobs, really just every detail is so well planned and precisely crafted and executed. So these little bricks out of Denmark have not only been a standard in homes around the world for decades, but have remained marvels of precision engineering. What amazing sculptures have been built with such tiny Lego bricks, well-engineered to work together. And yet what many don't realize is that the very reality around them is the ultimate building system, exemplifying the ultimate in precision engineering. The entire Lego system has scores and scores of differently shaped bricks that can be used in all of its impressive sculptures. Well, as physicists and cosmologists understand it today, however, the entirety of the universe around us is constructed from a small set of only 16 fundamental particles. From this small and simple collection of 16 fundamental particles, each one smaller than you could possibly see with even the most powerful microscope ever invented, all of reality around us, everything in the entire universe has built everything. Can you imagine designing a construction set of only 16 invisible particles and creating a universe as vast and diverse and wondrous as this one. Wondrous enough to contain conscious human beings to look around and wonder at how wondrous it is. My friends, design demands a designer. We can no more ignore the reasonable conclusion that this universe has been planned, designed, and engineered by a vast intelligence then we could find these Lego bricks sitting on the floor somewhere and just assume they happen to be pretty colored rocks which just so happen to fit perfectly together like a well-engineered system. We see the designing hand of God in many places in our world. For example, physicists have long noticed that many of our fundamental constants in the universe such as the universe's fine structure constant and the mass of the electron, have to be virtually exactly the value they are, or else the universe would be totally unfit for human life. To borrow an analogy from famous atheist Antony Flew, who gave up his atheism before his death, faced with overwhelming evidence supporting a creator, imagine that you walk into a house where you've never been before. But you see your favorite style of couch in front of the television, on which someone is playing your favorite television program, and next to which on a table is a glass filled with your favorite drink and a plate of your favorite food. As the supposed coincidences tend to build up, you'd begin to wonder if someone didn't know you were coming, wouldn't you? Yet the universe is just like that. 
There are no reasons whatsoever why these fundamental constants should have the exact values they do. And yet if they didn't have those values, this universe would be a totally unfit habitation for humanity. With stars unable to form, the universe crushed back into a cosmic tomb before it ever had a chance to expand. And any one of a thousand other things that could have gone wrong but didn't because these values were precisely what they needed to be. The universe seems to be designed for mankind. The amazing mind-altering fact that our universe is precisely designed for us to an almost unimaginable degree of precision should scream to us the fact that design demands a designer. And while design is so abundantly evident in the universe around us, it is so abundantly evident as well within us. When Charles Darwin first formulated his theory of evolution, the human cell was thought to be little more than a microscopic blob, not yet really understood by modern medicine, and all could assume that it was a rather simple item. However, with the advent of more and more powerful instruments, we've now peered into the cell to find an absolutely amazing microscopic world so intelligently structured in its vast array of inner workings and mechanisms that it puts even the space shuttle to shame. Within that tiny, microscopic, invisible world are amazing molecular machines, pumps and gateways and transportation system and waste management apparatus, communication systems and interactive architecture and chemical recognition mechanisms and environmental maintenance equipment and ah, the list just goes on and on. And in the center of all of that is DNA, an information storage system of vast capabilities. Richard Dawkins stated in his landmark book, The Blind Watchmaker, that there is enough information capacity in a single human cell to store the Encyclopedia Britannica, all 30 volumes of it, three or four times over. DNA and the attendant RNA and the protein apparatus used to duplicate and activate the information contained in DNA represents nanotechnology of nearly unimaginable complexity and wonder. Many biologists agree, even those who are atheists, that all of this looks designed. For instance, again, Richard Dawkins said in his book, The Blind Watchmaker, Biology is the study of complex things that appear to have been designed for a purpose. Francis Crick, co-discoverer of the amazing structure of the DNA molecule, has said, Biologists must constantly keep in mind that what they see was not designed, but rather evolved. Now, why would life and biochemical machinery look so overwhelmingly designed that biologists must constantly remind themselves to ignore what their eyes are telling them. Hmm. Why should life look so designed? Ah, oh, wow. Ah, it's a tough one. Ah, maybe because it is designed. And no wonder the Bible declares that this universe, the animal kingdom, mankind, all has been designed by the great designer. And the overwhelming evidence for design in our world and even in the smallest elements of our own bodies provides a remarkable pointer to the existence of that designer. In Psalm 139 and verse 14, 
King David demonstrates that he would not have been surprised by the remarkable discoveries of information processing systems within his microscopic cells. He declares there, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works. The idea that our universe uniquely and against all probabilities shows signs of having been wisely crafted as a dwelling place for life and mankind would not have surprised King Solomon either, who said in the book of Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 19, The Lord by wisdom founded the earth. By understanding he established the heavens. Those who believe in the God of the Bible find the fact that the universe has been finely tuned by a great designer to make it perfectly suited for mankind to be no surprise at all. Since the Bible says in passages such as Hebrews chapter 2 verses 5 through 8 that this same universe was created as a future inheritance for man. Design demands a designer. And when we look at both the universe up above in the cosmos, as well as the universe within the microscopic realm of our own bodies, and find such powerful evidence of design, we must admit that it takes far more unsubstantiated faith to believe that there's not a God. There's more to come in the last part of our program, and yet we will not be able to cover it all. Our free booklet today, The Real God, Proofs and Promises, will go into additional inspiring areas that we'll not be able to touch on today, uh, such as the role that prophecy has to play in proving the existence of God, how our prayers and personal experience can lead us to know that He is there. Whether you've never truly proven for yourself that the true living God exists, or you simply want to establish a more firm faith in that God. You need this free booklet. Call or write us to request your copy today. There's no cost or strings attached. Don't miss out. Call now. To receive this program's offer absolutely free, or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Welcome back. We've been discussing just a few of the powerful evidences of an amazing God, such as the fact that creation demands a creator, design demands a designer. But this one is really where the rubber meets the road, so to speak, and things get personal. One powerful way to know that God exists is to recognize that the way of life he outlines in his word actually works. This world offers us a way of life, a way of life based on doing whatever feels right, you know, following your stomach, following your urges. God outlines in his word an alternative. He provides guidance 
standards of right and wrong behavior and commandments that he provides for our own good health, safety, and prosperity. Jesus Christ taught that way of life and said in Matthew 11 that compared to the burden of living your own way, what he had to offer stood in stark contrast. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Far from being a boring life or monkish meditation, Jesus Christ describes the way of life he offers as living life more abundantly. And what's important in the context of our topic today, this way of life works. Science has taken note of the benefits of living a life of faith. For instance, in his 2009 book, An Atheist Defends Religion, author Bruce Scheiman admits that even though he does not believe in God, he cannot deny the benefits that come from living a life of faith. He reviews studies and analyses over the last few years that have documented remarkable results. For instance, he highlights a John Hopkins review of studies involving more than 90,000 people demonstrating that weekly church attendance, just as God commands in the fourth of the Ten Commandments, reduced the risk of death over the following year by almost 50%, impacting and dramatically lowering risk factors such as heart disease, pulmonary emphysema, liver disease, and certain cancers. On page 85 of his book, he points out, for instance, People with strong religious beliefs have lower blood pressure and fewer heart attacks, spend less time in the hospital, recover faster, have lower mortality rates from cancer and heart disease, and have slower mental decline when stricken with Alzheimer's disease. After presenting case after case after case of proven health and psychological benefits that are enjoyed by those living a life of faith, Mr. Scheiman, himself an atheist, makes an important observation. Militant atheists, it seems, are always claiming that they want to save people from the effects of religion. But save people from what exactly? Why would they want to save people from the enhanced fulfillment, gratitude, optimism, health, and happiness that research proves religion helps to foster? As Dr. Douglas Winnell says in the booklet we're sending you today, the proof of the pudding is in the eating. Those who choose to live the life that God describes in his word know that he is real because they see the effects, the, the peace of mind, the abundance of real living that comes from following his living laws. Now that is a proof of God's existence I highly recommend putting into practice today. I hope you'll request a copy of the booklet, The Real God, Proofs and Promises, before the offer ends. In addition, the booklet is available on our website, tomorrowsworld.org. We will find many more resources, articles, and videos to help you in your spiritual walk with the God of the Bible. And I hope you'll come back next week. I and my cohorts, Roderick Meredith, Richard Ames, and Rod King, will be back helping you to understand and experience today a foretaste of that wonderful world coming tomorrow. Till then, take care. 
to receive this program's offer absolutely free. Or if you would like more information, visit our website online at tomorrowsworld.org. Once again, that's tomorrowsworld.org. Or you can write us at the address shown. To view today's program, order the free literature offered, or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.